Hi guys, welcome back to Lemon Life. My name's Ivy. And I'm Danielle. Welcome to today's episode. to this week's episode so this uh episode's actually inspired by a tiktok that i saw you know tiktok is like all the hype right now and i have to be honest i am on the app way too often but you guys (laughs) should go follow me anyways i saw this tiktok and i just had to share it was about this girl basically um uh, explaining her concern with a self-hating asians And how she was really angry about how she sees so many Asians out there who hate the way they look, hate their own culture, feel like they have to marry white guys so that the kids will be beautiful, things like that. I can actually link the TikTok if anybody wants to watch it because it genuinely got me really angry and I just felt like this was a topic we kind of had to discuss on. Um, So without further ado, let's jump right into this. Dan, do you have anything to say or do you want to explain a little bit about what a self-hating Asian is? To me, a self-hating Asian is obviously someone that does not want to associate with their own Asian culture. And honestly, like we're using the specific example of Asians because we are Asian, but this honestly could be applied to any other culture or any other type of ethnicity that isn't predominantly Caucasian. But yeah, so it's someone that hates the culture, doesn't want any association with, and that wishes that they can be like another culture, another, that they could basically become like another person in a different culture, if that makes sense. Like, for example, um, as you mentioned in your TikTok video, there are a lot of Asians that don't want to marry Asian guys, they want to marry white guys just because they think they will have prettier babies. And that's definitely something that does exist. And people, some people do genuinely, genuinely think that it, like Caucasian babies are prettier um, or just like Caucasian features in general are more pretty. That's my definition of a self-hating Asian. Uh, where it comes from, I think it mainly comes from just like a sense of insecurity and maybe just the lack of support that an Asian has, doesn't have, like they basically just don't have enough support um, from their fellow Asians in that aspect. Maybe, I'm not too sure because I'm not like a self-hating Asian. (laughs) What do you think, Ivy? Um, Look, I can definitely, like as you said, understand where that kind of pressure, especially from society comes from. And when, you know, like maybe your uh, Western friend makes a joke, cracks a joke about like Asians, you're inclined to, instead of standing up for yourself, you're inclined to laugh with them and be like, oh yeah, that's so funny. (laughs) Like our eyes are tiny. (laughs) You know, like you might you know, but I, I'm serious. This actually happens, right? You know, yeah. when people do an impression of you or when they, um, you know, joke about something like it could be so small, but it could just be any stereotype. And instead of you standing up to your to, to for sorry, um, standing up for yourself, you just laugh with them and you're like, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's true. What you're saying is completely right. And honestly, you might not even realize it, but the more you agree with that the more you kind of laugh with them the more you without even realizing are actually like assimilating yourself it's very powerful you know the mind and if you keep thinking 
a certain way and you keep letting other people get to you, you might eventually, you know, actually feel that way about yourself. Like, you might start looking at yourself like, wow, Asian features really aren't that nice. I, I really wish I was white or, Euro- you know, European, whatever. Or, um, you know, looking at yourself yeah. and saying like, wow, I, I wish, you know, people saw me as purely American, purely Canadian, whatever. And so the more you think of that, the more you actually start to believe it. And I just think that's a really upsetting kind of mindset. And it's it's sad that we live in a place where sometimes racist jokes especially now guys with corona going on the you know level of racism it it, it starts to to raise a little bit what do you think yeah honestly like just like the pure level of racism be- due to the coronavirus is so disgusting like like you shouldn't be racist in general and it's definitely not you shouldn't use coronavirus as an excuse to be racist um but with that being said i think like going back to the point of how can an Asian be self-hating, I also think it's mainly because of their environment, right? So usually these types of Asians are in a very predominantly Caucasian environment. I'll take my example uh, when I was in high school. I went to a very, very um, Caucasian high school. Like I was practically the only Asian in my class, like maybe with a handful (laughs) of other people. And like all my friends were Caucasian, literally all of them. So my point of comparison were to like these Western beauty standards and Western ideals. So obviously I had come to kind of just like adopt those different ideals. And I I specifically remember this example. And obviously like my friends weren't being mean about it. Well, I hope, but I remember them saying like, (sighs) oh, Dan, like you're the prettiest Asian I know. And I would just like fully accept that compliment and be like, oh, like fuck yeah, like I'm I'm the prettiest Asian they know. Like that's such a that's such a good compliment. But then like now that I think back on it, I'm like, whoa, that's kind of weird to say just because like it's as if they're saying they're they're like Asians aren't beautiful in general. And then oh, it just so happens that Dan is pretty. You know what I mean? It's like it's kind of um, now that I think back on it, a bit weird to say. And. I'm sure they weren't being intentionally malicious about it or they were basically just probably being ignorant about it. But um, like it's these types of comments that just add up to make you think that, oh, you're better than all the other Asians. And then you just slowly start to assimilate to like the the white people. Right. Um, And I think that that's usually what happens to self-hating Asians in general. What do you think on that? Do you have like an example like that? Yeah, and I really actually like yours, and I just wanted to touch up on that as well. Like, if you're a guy listening to this, it is not acceptable to hit on an Asian girl by telling her she's the prettiest Asian girl you've ever seen. I guarantee you, she will slap you in the face. Just an FYI. <laughs> I've had that said, and I just don't. Like, thank you, but bye. <laughs> like, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Go exactly. say that to somebody else. But that aside, yeah, I think um, I can kind of relate to what you're saying in the sense that like, you spent high school with all, a lot of like western kids and I, I had a very similar experience I was lucky though I had one of my best friends was in fact Asian as well so I was really lucky in that sense um but I definitely I can definitely see what you're saying and as mentioned before as well like the more you start to agree 
and think into it, the more you're going to start to believe it. And the more you're going to start coming up with that on your own. Like before you were maybe thinking these things because other people were saying it to you. But now you're thinking about it on your own. Next time you're in an environment, you're going to be thinking like, oh, I'm, you know, let's use your example. Like, oh, I'm the prettiest Asian. So I'm, you know, everybody else is so like, ugh, like the Asian features are really not pretty. Thank God I have some okay features. You know what I mean? Like you start to think about it yourself and it snowballs and snowballs and it's a really dangerous game. Um, I think, and I'm going to say this with the most, um, I'm not trying to make it sound a certain way. So take whatever I'm about to say with a grain of salt, but in all honesty, as much as you think, let's say you've lived here for, you know, your whole life and as much as you want to believe, let's say that you are Canadian or American, which you are on your passport. That's what it says, right? You could be Canadian, you can be American. But I, in terms of like in being in all seriousness, when something dramatic happens in the world, take Corona, for instance, the Western people like Canadians who are more European based or, you know, from Great Britain, whatever, they do not consider you as one of them. And now you're stuck limbering in the middle because you don't like your own Asian culture, but the Western culture doesn't really accept you as one of theirs either. Think about all the racist comments going on right now. And they don't yeah. know if you, how long you've lived here. They see you're Asian and they uh, automatically think you have Corona. They automatically think that you're dirty. So yeah, no, exactly. they don't accept you for one of them. And now what? You're stuck, you know transporting in the middle of two cultures and you have nothing that belongs to you anymore and that's upsetting I yeah think. and I think like as much as you know there's like the saying where you know the ideal world where it's like oh race like there's no race like we shouldn't you know identify people by race or whatever but the reality is we'll forever just be divided by race so like That's something that will forever just be a part of us. And I just wanted to add, like, all the examples that we've given previously, they probably were examples that you all could relate to, but we all just got out of it and came to realize, like, we should appreciate our own culture and that, you know, even though we did, even though we were sort of embarrassed by it in the past, I think it's more important to just come to realize that, you know, culture is really important and that you should embrace it um, as much as you can. What about you, Ivy? Yeah, I'll just say like a last few little quick things. I do think it's, um, it's understandable and there's nothing wrong, right? At the end of the day with wanting to fit in. Everybody in this world at one point does, you know, you obviously want to fit in. You don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. But yeah. at the end of the day, you have to remember not to buy into it. Um, you can't forget exactly where it is you come from. And, you know, at the end of the day, you need to remember who you are, who your parents are. And just, it's okay if you, you know, just try to want to fit in a little bit. Uh, You guys can listen to one of our previous episodes where we talk about this, actually. And Dan actually had a really good example of um, when it comes to food and all that. Uh, You can find all our episodes on the Spotify page. 
but uh, about how sometimes our, our food smells a different way and you want to bring a different food. Okay, fine. Bring a pizza lunch. That's okay. That's not what we are talking about, right? But at the end of the day, remember who you are and just basically where you come from. And, you know, hopefully you're eating your normal Chinese food once you get home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. So moving on to our next little topic, which is just, okay, so we discussed uh, Asians living here. But I think we can break it down a little more. Um, do you want to just kind of go over what a FOB is? You know, the acronyms, CBC, all that stuff. I'm not even really sure. <laughs> yeah, so um, what we just talked about, those are kind of like extreme cases of self-hatred, right? But then there's like a more subtle, subtle form that's kind of um, seen in between like FOBs and CBCs. So basically, we just decided to categorize like types of Asians into three different you know, personas or different types. Um, so the first one is obviously FOB, which is an acronym for fresh off the boat. So usually those are like people straight from China that just come here uh, in Canada to study or uh, they literally just spent their lives um, in China, but then they decided to move at a really uh, late age to Canada. So they're very much like in tuned with their Chinese culture and less um, of the... Canadian or Western culture. So that's a FOB. And then we have, we divided the CBC into two different types of categories. So we have CBC colonized, which is, which stands for Chinese born Canadian or Canadian born Chinese. I don't know which one comes first, but um, the colonized CBCs are like the ones we described earlier, which are like the, the ones that basically think they're white, but they're actually Asian. Um, And then we have the normal CBCs, which are like us people that are just ethnically Chinese but are Canadian by nationality and just have like a mix of both cultures do you have anything to add to to that Ivy (laughs) no that I think that sums up but uh I think it's probably Chinese born Canadian right because that seems like it makes more sense if you're Canadian born Chinese that doesn't make any sense so it's Chinese born (laughs) Canadian yeah that makes sense (laughs) but um yeah so I think like what we want to bring up with this specific uh topic is just there is a type of division between the FOBs and the CBCs mainly because the way we were brought up our values our culture they're very very different and there are instances I'm not gonna lie that I don't really associate myself with FOBs when someone passes off a comment saying like oh the international students, these Chinese international students are, they leave their trash at the cafeteria without picking themselves up or whatever. I don't really associate myself with them. Like I, I almost see them as like a different type of culture, like a different type of person, I'd say. But I can see why that can be problematic because it does kind of insinuate that I'm not really like but I'm, like, racist towards my own culture. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I think it, and I think it does have a little, like, give to it as well. Because, um, you know, they have their own style, right? Like, uh, it's like, you know, the international students are meant to, are known to be, like, the rich kids and supreme this. And, you know, I don't even know what the kids are doing these <laughs> days with what they're wearing. But, you know, yeah. like, that street style and just off just from looking at them, you can tell 
um, that we might be living a bit of a different kind of culture. Um, their yeah. money spending habits are different than ours. Their um, the way their parents and them communicate are quite different. You know, uh, I'm gonna be honest. Like they do tend to be a little more spoiled, but I guess that's just a rich thing, maybe. Uh, it's just different things and the way they speak as well. Some are very, well, almost all of them are very, very, very respectful, which is actually a good thing because not all the people I know here are respectful. <laughs> so that's actually <laughs> something maybe we could learn from them. But uh, yes, I just think it's a bit of a culture clash because they're really um, Eastern, Eastern at the base culture, whereas yes. we are like half, half almost because it's impossible to deny that we don't have any Western influence, right? That's just, that's just not true. Obviously, yeah. we still have that kind of influence. And because we've melded into our own kind of culture where it's like half-half, we no longer relate completely to our own. And we no longer relate completely to the one here either. So now we've just created our own CBC normal kind of culture <laughs> that we all share amongst ourselves. So that's kind of cute, actually. That's kind of neat. But not to yeah. mistake our culture clash with the fobs as hatred or disrespect to ourselves. That's not at all what it is. That's not a self-hating yeah. scenario. So it's just to make that very clear. Yeah. And I think like, you know, it's normal for people to kind of just generalize a whole race based on like one incident or one certain action. Right. And people shouldn't be doing that. But the sad reality is that it does happen. And I feel like with us being so culturally different from FOBs, um, mainly because of the different ways we were brought up and in the environment we were brought up, I feel like the reason why there's such like a, a cultural clash is because sometimes, you know, FOBs are associated with certain things like they like to spend money, they, um, that's what they're known for. They spend a shit ton of money. And like, I know that Chinese customers in general has a bad reputation for like, just being very hard to deal with in terms of like customer service and stuff. And that whole negative trait is kind of portrayed to like all of the Asians, right? Which is why I think some people might not associate themselves per se with fobs in general. But as you mentioned, like, it's not like we're self-hating on ourselves. It's just obviously there are some traits that we don't associate ourselves with. And I think that's the difference between, like, a CBC and a FOB. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't think I'm making sense. <laughs> no, yeah, I can, yeah, sort of. Um, I think it's, like, a very slim line. But I think everybody who uh, is in our position probably understands you. Yeah, and also I would add, like, even though I do feel a sort of cultural difference with the fobs, like, if shit goes down and, like, my fob friend is getting, like, mistreated or discriminated against, like, I'm, I'm sticking up for them, you know? Like, they're my people. So yeah, because that's still is... at, yeah, at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah, very true. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're, like, the same people. So but um, you see, that's what that's... I would say. That's a good point, you see, because that's what I was trying to get at. And I didn't want to say it in such few words because it just sounds kind of odd. Um, but at the end of the day, like, you are that sort of person. You are part of that people. And, like, if shit ever goes down when it comes to, like, a culture versus culture kind of issue, 
it's hard to guarantee that your white friends are going to back you up the same way as your Asian friends. So yeah. don't don't think that you're genuinely white because you've grown up here. La di da da da. Yeah, that's not. Uh, that's. Uh, I'm sorry, hun, but that's just not how the real world works, especially with politics, especially with Trump as president in the states. Like that's just that's not how it works. Like you're gonna look this way, and that's how you're gonna be exactly kind of like known as. Um, like if you look Chinese, people will probably ask you, "Hey, where are you from?" Don't tell me that's not true, okay? And if you tell them, <laughs> I'm from here, they're probably going to ask you again, like, oh, where were your parents from? And don't tell me that's not true because that's true. I've been asked this, yeah. like, so many times, and I'll joke with them. Like, oh, I'm from here. They're going to be like, yeah, yeah, but what about, like, your ancestors? Like, where are you from from? <laughs> I know what you mean. I don't even want to say I'm from Canada. I just make it as a joke. I'm from China, okay? So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Final point. Yeah. I said what I said. All right, so I think we can wrap it up. Um, so in essence, we just talked about what a self-hating Asian was and where it comes from and how it's actually something that is that does exist. Um, we mainly just talked about the difference between being embarrassed about our culture and genuinely versus genuinely hating it. And then we further just like talked about the different types of Asians uh, based on how we were brought up. So for example, we talked about fobs, CBCs, the normal ones versus the colonized ones. And we just basically finished off talking about like the different culture clashes we have with them and how that can be interpreted as, you know, a self-hating Asian. But at the end of the day, it's just, you know, recognizing that we are different culturally and that we still are part of the same family. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. And stay zesty, my CBCs. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.